0: Top-shelf fantasy. Man, get... Get Corey out of the crack, and it's,
1: it's perfect. <laughs> That's what they always say. <laughs> Don't go down there. Do, do not look there. Corey's great when he's off the crack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> might be the... the we might want to stay uh, off that road. Shout out Rasmus. Shout out <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh What is this? Oh, shit. I forgot to mention the uh, podcast number last uh, podcast. Ah. We're close. I, this might be 150. We 151. I'm used to keep track. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you pretty sure to, it's 151. Okay, so it's 151. 151. Oh, well, we did nothing exciting for 150, huh? So for podcast 200, do we do a 200 centurion? Oh,
2: <laughs> good freaking Christ, no. Uh, yes, sh- obviously yes. <laughs> yes. You know, obviously. But what happens when we get to a thousand? Or three hundred. You 300. You, are, you know, we died. Do the math. And the people remember yeah. us I will forever. file my
3: d- divorce papers right now for the
1: Twitter <laughs>
0: podcast. Four idiots in Massachusetts took a thousand shot of beers in a thousand minutes.
1: And they were <laughs> the coolest ever. Shout out Raz. That's Rez, the legacy I'm going to
0: leave. Shout out Rez. <laughs> Shout out Rez. Uh, top Shelf Fantasy, Top Shelf Fantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf F and T-S-Y. We are on the NFC East uh, one of the last uh, ones of our division preview. One of the worst divisions here yeah, yeah, in the world. It is sucks.
1: Rounded it out with a couple of bums.
0: A couple of a couple of well, I mean the West is all right, um, but we're talking about the East now. So, uh, Corey, you did this one. Yes, I did. So you can uh, you can bring us through it. Uh, I, I'll mention there. There has been no news. No news. Nothing interesting happening in the in the Hall of Fame game. Caitlin uh, Balogh scored a touchdown. Uh, Caitlin Balogh to scored a touchdown.
2: Do we know the results of Chase Lowe. <clears throat> Yeah. No, he
3: walked off his own power. So that's a good sign. Yeah.
1: Ben he probably shouldn't
0: have been playing. There you go, Tom. Uh,
1: Cooper rushes in. shouldn't Danucci's <coughs> in right now. Oh, DeNucci's back in. All
0: All right. Right. So let's, uh, let's talk about the East. Uh, yeah. We we'll stopped talking about the preseason game. All right,
2: Corey, take us off.
1: Why did you make my column wider? <laughs> <laughs> that was by accident. There you go. Get out of here. Wait,
2: I'm uh, fine with that. It could be, the lettering's bigger.
1: Washington football team <laughs> is so our leads. number one in the NFC East last year with a 7-9 and nine record. That's pathetic. It's disgusting. Led by the back of a great defense. The our offense was not much to write home about. They were 25th in points scored, 30th in yardage. I mean, nothing really fancy here, nothing special. They they won the game with defense and, and, and really on the back of Antonio Gibson. I, I mean, I want to mention him first and foremost. <clears throat> He had a great year. I would say one of the bigger question marks last year, people were kind of curious what his role was going to be. Is he going to be in the slot? Is he going to be a running back? What's he going to do? Turns out he did a little bit of everything. He had 36 catches on 44 targets, 170 rush attempts for 795 yards. Didn't start the season right away. Came on big towards the end. Had 11 rushing touchdowns. I mean, the guy had a frigging fantastic all-around year. After fighting off, I mean everybody and their brother for for touches, he finally carves out a role. And then, I mean, J.D. McKissick was there with the receiving uh, work most of the time. But very impressive season. I mean, I think you were big on him, Tom, from day one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I th- I think all of us liked Antonio Gibson coming out. Um, I I don't I don't love Antonio Gibson the way that other people are loving Antonio Gibson this year. Um, but people I think are loving I think- him to the moon. Well, people have him going in the first
2: top, round. He's a top like, ten like, back.
0: He's, he's probably going close to
3: that <laughs> Saquon JT spot now. He's I can't do 203 that.
2: two o three over Joe Mixon, Ooh. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, yeah. J.K. Dobbins, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson. Yeah, see, I think I'd take That's a lot.
0: I take. Well, I a mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense. I'm not a Joe a Joe Mixon fan, but I would definitely take Joe Mixon before I took Antonio Gibson. Um, I love me
2: some Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. it's gonna it.
0: It, it is gonna be interesting because I mean McKissick had 110 <laughs> targets last year. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. I mean that's tough
1: to replicate, but it's what we always expected him to do. Like he was with Seattle and he was a great catch uh, pass catching back and never really got the uh, usage that we expected. He's with Detroit, never really got the usage we expected. Comes here, finally gets the usage. What was he uh, RB fifteen? He had a great season. Yeah, he had a good oh, season. It's,
0: it's just going to be interesting to see, like, if Antonio Gibson's on the field more often, is McKissick still going to get that one hundred and ten? Probably, he probably won't. I mean, he probably won't get that number. But like, you can't just be like, ah,
4: yeah, we're not going to we're
0: not
2: going to
1: use McKissick.
2: You have to talk about the lack of weapons and the reason why that target number was so high. And they brought in a lot more weapons this year. Right. So that's not they were a one lot of was,
1: a lot of weapons, one of if not the busiest team in. Uh, free agency, uh, the, the entire NFL offseason. Right away, but, too. Right away. I mean, they went out and got Curtis Samuel. I mean, a, a, a very viable pass catcher. And also, I mean, you, you saw him be effective in the running game for Carolina, but who knows if he even bothers to do that here. Either way, they paid him a lot. He's kind of dinged up right now. We'll see if he's ready for the uh, season opener. They also brought in the rookie in the draft, De'Ami Brown, another guy who's going to compete for targets. I think we're probably right off the bat. He. We, Third-round draft pick.
0: I, have, I think we've talked about the this team for about two minutes now. We haven't even mentioned that they brought in Fitzmagic. Oh, I think we're talking about Adam Humphreys, too,
3: <laughs> yep. who, who is also Fitzmagic's best friend right now in, in training camp.
2: In training yes, camp Adam thing. Humphreys has done well. Somehow he has a cognitive ability in his brain right now. <laughs> but <laughs> but for, um, now for, for, for now. For now. For now
3: is, is the asterisk <laughs> there. But, yeah, Um, I mean, we can't queue up the Fitzmagic thing. I don't think... Get the drop. No, yeah,
0: I no. actually we, I didn't even have prepped up. Oh, oh, oh! oh it's magic. magic.
1: Easily crazy. the biggest signing of the offseason. We should have started there. You're I mean, right, Tom. That, that was, was the
2: first. That was the first drop we ever requested. And <laughs> like, like, oh, I still don't think. I've oh, we'll, we'll never use it again. That after was like, Tampa Bay.
3: That was years ago too. Where, like <laughs> it's you probably get.
1: We gotta do a new one. <laughs> I, I might just clip that. That was pretty good. But yeah, at, I mean, at, at quarterback, he's gonna be playing starting quarterback. They kept Taylor Heineke or Heineke. Um, he, I mean, he looked fine last year. in His one game, but whatever. They bring in a, a more proven veteran who can probably uh, operate at the helm of this offense a little bit more effectively. Alex Smith retires. Great, great career from him. I mean, that now at, is the time.
3: Yeah, come at Player of the Year. I mean, yeah,
1: good and, way to go out.
3: A lot of games they won. You said off the defense off a playmaker like Alex Smith, who's not told to do a lot. Like he's a fantastic play, like just a play call, a like playmaker. He's not flashy. He's just a smart guy. That's going to win games. Yeah. On the back of a great defense.
1: Exactly. And I mean, they, they started with Dwayne Haskins. It wasn't working out. They moved on. He's actually, he's gone to Pittsburgh now. It does not look good in the hall of fame game. Uh, Kyle Allen just seems to be Ron Rivera's guy. Uh, I mean, this is the second year of the team. They brought Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen in right away. Uh, Whatever. I'm not going to talk about Kyle Allen for one more second. They still got most of the team there. If you look at the vacated targets, I mean, 10 vacated targets is next to nothing. And all of the vacated rushing attempts are from the quarterbacks leaving. So there's not a lot (laughs) more to go around for these guys. It's just going to be a redistribution. But you bring in Fitzmagic and the entire offense looks different. I mean, you have 252 attempts for uh, Alex Smith and 241 for Dwayne Haskins. That's 500 attempts combined just under that. All of those go to Fitzmagic you have a lot different looking offense. This is not going to be a three-yard in route, uh, like a game manager play, playmaker style. It's going to be bomb it to Terry, Scary Mix Terry, uh, Curtis Samuel, Deami Brown. Who else do they have there? Uh, well, Logan and Thomas. Adam Humphreys. Lute, yeah. in, Adam and Humphreys. Humphreys, yeah. I keep forgetting it, it, right. Yeah.
2: But that, that Terry McLaurin is, is I tell you right now, this, this dude's in for a breakout year. I mean, you have so many other weapons around him, but you bring in a guy that's going to be able to do a lot of gadget plays and keep the defense honest, going over the top. Like, Terry McLaurin is going to be all over the field, on top of the fact that, you know, they already used him as that. They already knew that he was going to be that great. He had 134 targets last year. I'm very excited for Terry McLaurin this year, and he was only finishing as wide receiver 21 because he had four touchdowns because their offense was so terrible. Like, that number is going to get to double digits. I, I really, really believe he's going to get double digit touchdowns this year.
0: Well, and, and so just real quick, like, he may not have a, a huge bump in targets, but like, he had what was it, uh, 12.8 yards a, a reception? That should be closer to 16 this year with Fitzmagic. So you're talking about bigger plays, more touchdowns for Terry McLaurin. The volume might stay the same. I would think he gets more, but I mean, I mean that, this is just where is Fitzmagic high. comes in and right. just elevates the whole team, and now everything's
1: getting brighter for and, him. And more than likely, that catch percentage goes up as well. So even if the targets stay the same, his receptions probably go up from 65% 100%. to 70, 72, 74.
2: And you're getting 65% with such garbage. Right. Like, there are people that have great, you know, DeAndre Johnson has Ben Roethlisberger throwing to him, and he is way below 65%.
3: Yes, exactly. And, and you see the yes, season. He yeah, Dwayne Hassan's thrown to him half the season. I know he's an old college quarterback. Still meant nothing in the NFL.
1: Yep, and and I mean, I think last year I called McLaren quarterback-proof. Great, probably true. Now he has a competent quarterback. This is fantastic. You, you, you pair a quarterback-proof guy with a quarterback who can actually do something to elevate his game, and like you said, Craig, I think he's in for a breakout. Yeah, Terry McMagic. That's
2: Terry, what we're Terry calling him. Terry McMagic.
1: Terry McSwagic. McSwagic, that's what it was. <laughs> McSwagic. But, I
2: mean, Curtis Samuel, the other one bringing in. Like, you really got to think about Ron Rivera's connection with Curtis Samuel. Uh, He had him over in Carolina before he kind of sucked a little bit. Um, And he's going to be able to do a lot of things with him. He ran the ball uh, quite a bit with Carolina last year, and he should be able to do very similar things. Um, You know, while Antonio Gibson is a a, a more – uh, traditional running back, it, Gibson is also kind of that style where they can do a lot of the sweep stuff. And, and uh, you know, he was a wide receiver in college as well. So th- these two together are really going to be able to keep the defense honest. I, I really love what Washington has done with their their team this year. We've talked about it almost all offseason, how much we feel that the, the additions were just by far the, 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 the cream of the crop in the offseason.
1: Yeah, I think they saw what they needed to do and they did it well, which – you don't always get in the NFL.
3: Keep the same defense and build the offense. <laughs> and
1: their defense is just unreal. I mean... They, yeah. they, Stop the run every time. They're primed. I mean, Chase Young and Montez Sweat or sweet or whatever it yeah. goes by nowadays. Like, those two, in and of themselves, are fantastic. And their secondary is great, too. So, uh, let's move on. We'll go to the New York football Giants. Record 6-10. and 10. Bums on offense again. I mean, just a, a miserable season. They had injuries to Saquon Barkley. You know, we give him that. But... That does not excuse the 31st overall position in points scored in the NFL at 280. Doesn't mitigate the 31st overall finish in yardage. Like, you're just not doing anything well. You're not passing the ball, which probably is the reason you're not running the ball all that well. They did finish 19th, so it could have been worse on the ground. But when your lead back is Wayne Gallman, eh, That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they even tried Devonta Freeman, who was, uh, you know,
2: a shell of himself at 3.1 per carry. That was awful. Terrible. Uh, Wayne Gallman, uh, like you said, it ended up beating him out. Yeah. Uh, a guy that was almost an MVP two, you know, three, four he years beat ago.
1: beat him right off the field.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, Dion Lewis was a guy that they brought in with high hopes. They did nothing with him. Uh, the running game realistically is just all Saquon and, and they need him back. And they did bring in another running back this year, um, Gary, uh, Brightwell. Uh, Devonta Booker is oh, who I'm thinking. Devonta oh Booker. yeah. Yes. huge. Yeah. Devonta Booker. And then even brought in Corey Clement, I guess that was a big guy in the scuffle the other day, hmm. but, uh, Devonta Booker should be a really good compliment, um, to make sure that Saquon get off on the right, right foot. Um, he is on the pup right now. Uh, so we, we do have to mention the fact that there's a really strong shot that Devonta Booker might be getting weak. One snaps, not if, you know, even if Saquon's playing, it can take some time for them to come back right away. You know, he might be a guy to look at in, in, in late in late in your drafts if you really want to week, win week one. Um
3: so that guy I think is a, a massive handcuff kind of
2: guy in drafts. Hundred percent.
3: Um I mean we saw him last year with Josh Jacobs and there's a few games that it was almost a split and peace didn't score the touchdowns like Jacobs did, but the Raiders used him like he was a you know, a one B some mm-hmm. games. I'm not saying the Jam's gonna do that, but they want to bring this guy in because they're worried about Saquon.
1: Well, and the thing is, if Saquon does go down again or he's out for a long period of time, then he, Booker's ready to go in a one A one B with whoever the other right. I mean, B would be, he, whether it's he, whether it's Alfred Morris. You saw or,
3: what Wayne commented last year. I think it was yeah. what is uh, RB like twenty four or something. Yeah, he's heading. up there. So if Booker starts week one and two that can win you those first two weeks, which is huge in fantasy.
1: Oh, huge upside. And you'll see here, uh, you guys on the sheet, I have Saquon Barkley's rush attempts and targets uh, highlighted because he got hurt in two games off of 19 rush attempts and nine targets. So 28 total plays that he was involved in where he touched the ball. Or, well, maybe the targets didn't even touch the ball. But that's such a small amount of work to have a season-ending injury. Like, he is liable to go down week one to get his first week back. Like this is this is what scares me about the Saquon pick at any at any point in the draft. You get him in the third round. Yeah, but it was a. I mean, anybody on any play can snap their ACL. That's, true. Yeah, but you but that's think after
2: after the ankle.
1: The previous season, he had the same thing where he yeah. missed time. It's like this is this is a guy who is this freak athlete, but his body can't stay together. If we're on the brink of a Bo Jackson type situation, or he's an injury away from ruining his own career, like. How many years are you gonna let him ruin your fantasy life? Cause I'm scared of it now. One more. One more. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm willing to take the shot on, on Saquon. Right, and, I'm and,
1: just saying, like this yeah. this is an alarm. Like if he gets hurt ap- even the the, the ankle uh, two years ago He played 13 games. I can live there. I can live with that. I I will say, and sorry to cut you off, but if
0: we get closer to fantasy drafts and it sounds more and more like he's missing regular season time, I'm probably going to change my tune on Saquon.
1: Yeah, it starts to get scarier. Yeah,
0: we're at the
3: end of the first one. taking Demonte Adams probably.
2: He was going, what, pick five, six... Three weeks ago and then the news came out and now he's going around the back end of the first, you know, pick 10, 11, 12. So it's...
1: And then you're looking at him going down and he tanks the entire offense with him. I don't care if, if Booker's a competent running back. Him in the backfield behind Daniel Jones... Hurts the entire offense because nobody cares that Devontae Booker's back there. Like, Mm -hmm. really cool guys. Devontae Booker, sweet. I'm going to guard Kenny Galladay, I think. Maybe uh, Evan Ingram. Yeah, if Kenny Galladay's on the field too. Right. Well, and that's... That's a big if. Yeah. Yeah, so we have the Giants already struggling mightily with injuries. I mean, again, they did bring in Kenny Galladay. Good addition. If he's healthy. Evan Ingram had 109 targets last year. That number probably goes down um, with uh, Galladay. They still have Slayton. And they bring in the rookie, Kadarius Toney. I think all of those guys add a big...
2: Well, you to put Shepard in that mix, Shep- too. Oh, yeah, 100% Shepard,
1: yeah. too. I mean, yo, I mean, yeah. They
2: right? like to use him. It's not like they don't. You yep. know, like, you, I you mean, always think... I mean, he
1: 90 targets. Yeah, all of these guys, I think, take away from Evan Ingram. And if Saquon Barkley is healthy, he takes away from Evan Ingram, too. So, I think I've seen a lot of people that are still high on Ingram. They're saying, well, he had 109 targets last year.
4: Right. I
1: think that number is probably the most likely one to dip on this sheet.
3: Well, I own him in a couple of leagues. Redraft and it's like, I can't drop the guy because the volume's there, but it's, he's losing me every single week. Every single. And league. then I'm the tally.
2: Yep. <laughs> so eight. he's going end of the thirteenth round, which is very, very late for what Evan Ingram was in the past. You're talking sometimes a th- as the there. fifth, fifth tight end, or you know, anything to the tenth tight end. You know. Um, you know, bringing the additions obviously is going to bring him down. No, don't get me wrong, those 109 targets are going to go down to 80, 70, something like that. It is going to happen, and Evan Ingram has been a problem in the past. Uh, they know that they've had some drops with him, whether it's Daniel Jones, whether it's him. We, I mean, everyone thinks it's him. I still would take him. Um, right, 13th round, he's probably
3: uh, outside of the top 10 tight ends drafted, right? And so, and can easily finish top 10, which isn't saying much, but. Hundred percent, right. and, but, and, and well, like, he, and,
1: and he had one t- or well, one receiving and one rushing touchdown last year. Like that number, that will probably go up even if everything else goes down. That it's only two touchdowns to so a guy like that is low, but sucks at blocking, so he's not really even involved in packages on the goal line. And they brought in Kyle Rudolph, right? Well, that's why they brought I in like Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph. Like they well, brought in Kyle Rudolph. Can we, we also talk kill about Kelvin Benjamin. Benjamin? He's already cut. Why now? Why was he cut? That fat piece of Queen Latifah-looking-ass shit got caught stealing food from the training facility because he's so hungry. You're telling me... He thought he wanted to be an offensive guard.
3: You're telling me a former 1st round pick that's made millions of dollars already in his life had to steal from the cafeteria of the giant's facility
1: i think it was i think i talked to craig about this he yeah. was like well yeah he wasn't stealing it to bring home to his family he's got the money but i guarantee you they had him on like a calorie count oh yeah, yeah. and they're like dude you already had three thousand calories today listen sir
2: we've already moved you from wide receiver to tight end we need you to stay there because he obviously
1: can't be a tackle <laughs> like so let's stay at 270 pounds <laughs> i just don't know like what you're thinking dude like just to be one of the most gifted athletes in the world. When he was with Carolina and he was six five, two twenty 240, he was killing it. He was a great uh, throwing up to a little bit of a he bit college? Was Did was play college yeah. at
2: Clemson? Was that where he was? Was a Texas? Or, you know, I'm a a blank and it's not like you guys are college guys to remember. It was an guys, remember. School. But <laughs> it was, a it was, bit was like, and he was a guy that everyone was talking about, like, Florida, ah, State. Big, Florida State, thank you, and that's when Jameis Winston was playing there, too. There we go. And so, you know, crab legs and him, you know, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> he goes, this is the second time he got caught stealing food. Hey, hey Jameis, Jameis, hey, I need some crab legs, can you get them? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, there's just no no reason for all that, and, you know, we, we did spend a lot of time Like
1: kelvin mentioned it's a great story, it's funny. Anyway, yeah,
2: Kyle
3: Rudolph's there, two block.
1: Two block, to yes. be a red zone target. He's been fantastic at that his entire career. He doesn't see a ton of targets anywhere else on the field. But he's a guy that will give you you two touchdowns in a game once a year.
2: Let's also mention, too, Levine Toliolio is now out for the season with the torn Achilles. So we're we're talking about now. (laughs) Let's fullbacks Well, It's it's just the tight end room is now dwindling down. Dwindling. It keeps going down. So... You know, we we are now talking about just Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph. You know, the the thing was, and the knock on Ingram was, is there's so many people they're bringing in. Well, guess what? The guy's still getting a playing time. So I, I think he's definitely underrated. That's what you look for in fantasy football drafts. Is you see someone that's going to go way down the list and that's going to able able to get more fantasy points than what they're drafted
1: at. Yeah, like, I, and I will draft him on value, hundred percent. I completely agree. I didn't know he was going in the 13th round for sure. I'd take I would take him there, but I'm not drafting him as a top 10. He's tight not end. my starting tight end. You know what I mean? Like no. I'm not drafting him even when tight end number ten comes off the board. If he's still there, I'm like, oh, I need him right well, now.
2: Well, if I'm the last person to take a tight end and I'm going with like Robert Tanyan and like I'm gonna back him up with someone like Evan Ingram.
1: Yeah, I mean chances I take two tight ends are slim. Yeah, I've I've slim.
2: had I've had to do it in the past. I'm terrible at drafting yeah. tight ends. We all know oh, yeah. this. It's it's a normal thing. If I'm not if I don't have Travis Kelsey, I have to have three tight ends well, on the roster. I was gonna say, I think I've mentioned
1: before <laughs> I'm not getting screwed on tight ends this year. I'm taking one earlier than I ever have in my yeah. life, every single draft, but that's besides the point. That's a personal philosophy. Daniel Jones, I want to touch on real quick. I'm still, on, I'm still on my my boycott. I'm not calling him Danny Dimes until he shows that he can play football at a much higher level than 62.5 percent completion Danny percentage. Danny Penny, yeah,
0: Danny Dimes, baby.
1: He, I don't know what horseshoe is up his ass, but Dwayne Haskins <laughs> is just as bad as Daniel Jones. Carson Wentz is better than Daniel Jones, and these guys are getting shot around the league like friggin' like like they got herpes. And Daniel huh. Jones is still the the franchise quarterback for the Giants, and they love the kid. I don't get it. Don't understand it. Haven't understood Very it. Very high
3: draft capital. I mean, I guess the same with Dwayne D- D- Hassan. too. Yeah,
1: but. I mean, they're like these people are pulling the ripcord on these quarterbacks that are better than him, but the Giants want to stick with Daniel Jones, right. and I don't get it, and I don't I, like it. it I, I think.
0: Mad. I, I it, we were talking about this in the in the parking lot last. This this is the year for Daniel Jones. Oh, if he, has to he be. If yeah. he can't get it done, then that that ripcord's getting pulled. The See, weapons that, that around him—they've been terrible. Like like this season, like yep. You you bring you draft Kaderis
3: Tony in the first round mm-hmm. to add on to a already superb, not super like awesome, but like superb receiving court with Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph. Like, there's no excuse right now. Absolutely and, and not. If even Gaudi goes down for a week or two to start the season, like you still Shepherd, Slayton, Darius Tony. That's yeah. the thing and too. And
2: Bar- like and
0: Barkley. You should that, have an effective running game. Right.
2: That, that's the thing. Like you know, Darius Slayton's not a wide receiver one on a team. He's absolutely not but he can produce real well as a wide receiver three or a wide receiver two. Yeah. Like if, 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 if Tony is going to be able to be in the slot and Ingram is going to be able to get some work too, where they're going to combine the two of them before like 150 to 200 targets, Slayton's going to be able to get around 60 to 80 and still do well. Like there's no chance that this wide receiver core tight end core is going to be able to produce poorly. If Daniel, you know, Jones produces well. Right. So it's, it's all up to him at that point.
1: You are looking for him to take a step, and if he doesn't, I would bet my life he's done. That the Giants going to a very very early tank mode. Daniel Jones is done, and they're drafting quarterback. Joe Judge will be gone too. Like, I, 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 That's I find be it. I I wouldn't be shocked if they
0: try and get a veteran. Yeah. At, at some point, Phil Rivers. I mean, you think about the contract that you gave Galladay. You can't go into tank mode with a contract like that. No, oh. no, well, no, I mean, no.
1: The other problem is you can win this division you're with right. seven wins. You're right, right. So, right.
0: Yeah. right, right. And and at some point,
2: you are not going to be able to keep Barkley well, if, if yeah. it's Magic stays in the division next year. All right,
0: true. Um, all right,
1: <laughs> you want to head on to the Cowboys, mm-hmm. Dallas the Cowboys, a
2: lot, a lot more fun.
1: Yes, much more fun. Except that right now they look like dog water. Bendenuchi, um, dude. <laughs> yeah, so their record was six and ten last year, same as the Giants. I don't know. They must have lost the head to head or something, so I put them lower. But uh much better team. Seventeenth place in offensive point scores, fourteenth in yardage, eighth in passing, which is pretty much still on the back of Dak Prescott, even though it's he played five ends. games. Yeah, or four yeah, four and a quarter. Uh in four games, and I think it was a quarter, maybe the second second quarter that he got hurt. So call it four and a half. It was half before games. the
2: half. It was yep. like 100% before the half. I we'll
1: know call it four and a half games. He had 151 pass uh, completions on 222 attempts. Andy Dalton in 11 games had 60 more <laughs> completions on 111 more attempts <laughs> and less than 300 more yards, uh, just over 300 that, more yards.
4: That's, that's pathetic.
1: Dak Prescott, as we have said, as we can now prove with stats, is an absolutely different quarterback than Andy Dalton and is worlds and worlds, worlds better. Nine touchdowns in four and a half games versus Andy Dalton's 14 in 11 games. I mean, every way you slice it, Dak Prescott elevates this offense in every regard. And Craig was the first one to make the point, so I'm attributing it to you forever. When you take a season where you lose your top-tier quarterback, everything else is kind of just a wash. Ben Roethlisberger, when he went down, mm-hmm. and Mason Rudolph and, and uh, Delvin Hodges and all these other guys play quarterback for the Steelers, yes, everybody else sucked. And we all said, oh, my God, I don't want to buy into this offense anymore. I don't think people are doing that as much with the Cowboys by any means, but if you're having that thought in your head, get it out. Because Dak Prescott's back, and this offense is now the absolute – Force that we we expected it to be. I mean, Tom, you made the prediction last year that you, you would have three one thousand yard wide receivers, yeah. and you still weren't far off. I was. I think you would have hit that. <laughs> I can almost guarantee <laughs> you were
2: probably hitting that hundred percent. I mean, yeah, in Gallup this, was in, at
0: eight forty three. CD was like seventy away, sixty five away. Yeah, seventy. And, th- 70, and this
2: yeah. year, it's it it, it it could happen again. You could just retry yeah. it, double take. You know, double down, but like, let's do
1: it. Let's go. And for the love double of Christ, nothing, for the baby. love of Christ, Dalton Schultz could have hit a thousand. He had six fifteen. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's calm down there.
2: Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously,
4: well, Four <laughs> one thousand. Who, who, it?
2: who was the tight end before Dalton
4: Blake Schultz? Jarwin, Blake, Blake Jarwin.
3: Blake Jarwin. He, right? he and, hurt he's, and he's first drive. He's healthy
2: this year, right? No, he's well. He's paying, well, he's I think he got He's not bad. playing in the preseason, but yeah, yeah.
3: he's he'll be back by week one.
2: Yeah. So I think I think that's the 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 tight end to look at I don't know about Schultz but um, that's actually a, a conversation a lot of people have All the things the we could ends. talk
0: about on this team when we talked about the I'm tight sure. Well, I mean, just,
2: <laughs> you know, we, we got to get it over Well, to I do want the tight end are on gonna talk about the Cowboys team right. with Dak Prescott. Right. 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 Well, and,
0: right. So, I mean, the volume's there. It's just well, like, guys, who, what do you, who are the What players? do you
2: really want to talk about? Amari Cooper's going to be fucking awesome. He's going to be a wide receiver one. CeeDee Lamb's might be a wide, Dude, wide I'm, receiver I'm, one. Michael Gallup's going to be a wide receiver three, four, I am
0: telling you right now, I am, and it's it might be campite, but,
4: I, I, mean, think, I, think,
0: I think CD is going to be the wide receiver to own on this team. I do not see. I don't think it.
2: there's a wrong answer. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no.
0: I will. Craig I mean, was saying that they could be
3: both top twelve receivers, and then wouldn't like shock, shock me in the world oh, at all. Like yeah, that's I'm an right. seeing easy them as that's like, an easy bet to make. Like I would easily bet that.
1: Like a DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, they're both like startable, playable every oh, single week. Oh, I think it's even but better than that. I think they're more consistent. It's both more of consistent. Them. Them. It's yeah. absolutely more consistent. Oh yeah.
2: I've, you know this is this is like Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley when they had James Winston as quarterback. Uh, Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin, Chris, got one. Chris and Godwin, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, same thing. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, right. Yeah. Yeah, like this is way better. I mean, you, you're talking about players that you know already last year. C. D. Lamb rookie year, 111 targets. You know, right. it. It. And you want it, to you want to talk about quarterback what group? Do you want?
1: They did these most of these stats with freaking Andy Dalton, who sucks. And we we talked about it all last podcast. How bad he is. So, C. D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. Wide receiver ones, lock it in. Michael Gallup, very very viable, still playing. And yeah, he's,
3: poor Michael Gallup's like he sucks. So he probably be like, wide receiver thirty six and be yeah. fine.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's really. the thing. Like, there's just so much value on Michael Gallup on that. Like, um, you guys can talk. I'll I'll give you the ADP on him. I know it's gonna be low, but this guy's absolutely. You know, we're gonna get value off
1: of this guy. He's somebody that you can somehow start as a sleeper in various weeks, but just because he's, he's the third option on a, a very good team, but he's. The top tier talent in the league. Yeah,
0: Michael Gallup's going in the fourteenth
2: round right now. Wow. I have, I have twelve. I don't know. Uh anyway. I mean they, what? Twelfth, fourteenth, whatever we're talking about so late for a guy that easily could be wide receiver three or four.
1: And these guys had low touchdown totals last year. Five and five for uh Lamb. Five, and, five
3: four or five five five.
1: Uh five, where five, is five. Amari Cooper? Five five five, yeah. So you, you you even bump up. them to eight nine each, which I mean I, I easily would because we're twenty five total touchdowns then- is so- low for what Dak Prescott. If we're pick if we're penciling in Aaron Rodgers for thirty to forty touchdowns, why am I not doing that for Dak Prescott?
2: I have I would pencil forty plus for so Dak. So our- I would do the same. Our rankings
0: need to change on CD then, because he's currently consensus twenty-one. So, well, that's just wrong, yeah. man.
2: Knee-jerk reactions, buddy.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I did. I'm, I'm I did at, my I'm rankings. Just, like I, no, I'm three just. I'm, ago. I'm just looking at the rankings, just when seeing like, okay, so where do you move, you move, move them when you
2: dive into stats? Those, those aren't my are rankings yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no,
0: no! I'm just, I'm just looking at it. I, I. So the reason I, I like talking about these pass catchers, it's ICD. I
3: think fourteen right now. Um. I'm just.
0: I'm just interested. Would you guys take CD and Amari Cooper on the same redraft? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, I would do. Yes.
3: 100. In our mock draft, I was taking. I took Woods and Cup. I would take CD and Cooper over. Like I rather that. I that would do with start them the Cup. Dallas Cowboys. And that's Cowboys. close. They're both. They're both
2: great <laughs> as as
1: my, a whole. as my redraft team, if you, if I could get somebody on board to just let me play the Cowboys, I'm going to take the Dak Prescott, the running back, three the white... wide receivers, the running back, and the tight end. Hey, you'll I'll lose
2: one battle. bye week, and that's it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: you, you you really think about it. Between the two of them, whether it's one person going off or one person going low or both of them being consistent, you have 40 points between two wide receivers. That's just going to
1: happen. And apparently, according to the Hall of Fame game, their defense still sucks. So they should be putting, <laughs> have to put 40 points up a game yep. just to win. That's that's a very
3: good point, actually.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know these are not all the starters in, but they don't look any their better. Their defense got a lot worse this year. I mean, they, they picked up a like, Micah Parsons.
2: No, and but they, they lost all their edge rushers. Yep. They lost uh Alden Smith is not there all, anymore. Yeah, Ware is not there anymore. DeMarcus Wares is is not there anymore. Um Ten and, years then, ago. and then and their cornerbacks, while you know, talented, they're there you go. Yeah. Um, well, we thought
1: they were gonna take Sertan and then they took Mike they Parsons. Did. Right. Just, well, to, well, just to spite me.
3: Went way before then. That's why they traded
2: back.
1: Just to spite me, Scott, is the reason <laughs> actually.
2: <laughs> we haven't talked we, we, about the big the big egg in the face last year. Jeremy sprinkle? Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott really upset a lot of people last year.
1: Yes, I see this nonstop on the Twitter on on the Facebooks. It's like the guy <laughs> finished RB nine, and I'm sitting here flipping him off because I drafted him because I want an RB three finish out of Zeke Elliott. He finished RB nine. Like yeah. let's not let's not lose our heads here. He was just under 1, a thousand yards. That's a bad season. Yeah, he missed it by 21 yards. His yards per carry kind of sucked. It was not efficient. Just over. It was literally four. They're all
4: well. All that offensive that line was, there all was all
2: hurt. Yeah, there's a Thursday night game. All I remember seeing was is that there was just a a, 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 um, a graphic of this offensive line is down. This one's down. Yeah. This one's down. It's just ten weeks, twelve weeks, thirteen 12 weeks, right. right down, down, and, down. And guess what? In camp, they've already said every single one of them are healthy. Yep. You oh, get Zach Martin back. That's huge. Like that's a massive. Eldon, not Alden Smith. The other Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. Yep.
4: Healthy. When Tyron Smith was down three
2: three years ago or two years ago, when when Tyron Smith was down, Dak Prescott was sacked, they said 200 times more than when Tyron
1: Smith was playing. Yeah, and I mean, he had the lowest touchdown total of his career because everybody in the stadium knows he's running the ball, and Andy Dolan can't throw it to wide open people, so why even bother covering them? Let's just put 11 people on Zeke Elliott, and he still had almost a 1,000-yard season and an RB9 finish. Anybody dropping Zeke Elliott in their rankings – because of last year, it's just wrong. Like the, um, you can't even do it. If you have other guys you want to put over him, like I'll, I'll hear that out. I know Tom, you want to put JT over him. Fine, I get that. Like I, I think JT is great. I mean, that was also before Carson. Well, my, this, so don't let right, me put words I, in your mouth. Right. But.
0: and 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 I'm just my my fear and concern with Zeke is more Tony Pollard than anything. I think Tony Pollard's a really good running back, and I fear that the Cowboys are going to start doing what a lot of teams are doing, and they're going to go to these more of a 60-40 split. And Zeke doesn't need volume to be good, right? But it's the difference between Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott for me. And I still think Zeke should be a top five back. It's just my own personal. My own personal,
1: I want JT or Zeke. But I think
0: the smart thing is Zeke.
1: Yeah, and he he was a full half yard under his career average last year. I I expect that to bounce back more towards four and a half plus yards per carry. Yep. Tony Pollard, we just, you know, we say, okay, he's a better running back or he's looking better. A lot of people say, well, he's way more explosive. Well, he has 4.3 yards per carry. And we just said for David Montgomery that he's not very explosive. He's 4.3. He's not efficient. Well, you got to be consistent. Right.
2: Right. So, but, and the thing is too, is like before what happened last year, and I'm going to say it, we're going to call it a wash, you know, Zeke was a top three running back in fantasy football. Now, after what happened, reactionary, he's... RB nine, RB ten in drafts. You know he'd probably just jumped Saquon. He's obviously over Aaron Jones, but he's behind Derrick Henry. He's behind uh, Kamara. Kamara, obviously. Could you could you imagine
0: a draft where everybody fades Zeke and Barkley, and you end up with Zeke and Barkley at Um, the the end of your draft? Pick
3: pick nine or uh, pick ten. If I can get Barkley and
0: Zeke, oh. Yeah. Oh my I mean, god. Then you get David <laughs> Montgomery uh, in the third.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You you don't you don't pick another running back after that. It's all wide receiver. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. You, you should have what two guys a, that get fitters at one. Yeah, you, you,
2: you, I mean,
0: it could you, you, be. It I mean, it could be possible. If the news know. keeps going oh, that Saquon's yeah, going to miss is time, it's very feasible.
2: I want to draft
3: tomorrow, 100%. and I want to get pick 10. So bad. <laughs> yeah, do, they, have said,
2: <laughs> they have said – Can I do a mock tomorrow? They have said – That's that's one thing, too, a lot of people talk about. You know, there's actually a lot of teams and leagues that, you know, you get to pick your position if you're, you know um, – You know, if outside of 101 – it looks like this year's draft, you want to be towards the back of the end of the first round. You I know? always want to be. Yeah, I was so gonna say me,
3: me. me and Tom always want to be like nine, ten, which we, we GR and it sucks yeah. cause I was to I hate drafting near you because we always, it sucks. Was just, uh, like Montreux, a last week. steal, 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 steal So Some frustrating,
1: losing my mind. <sighs> me, I know. I'm usually so calm and even keel. Um. All right, let's. You want to head on to? uh <laughs> want to talk about Simi Fajoko. Okay, mm, me that's neither. False. <laughs> Let's go to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: I mean, shout out for pronouncing that right.
1: I don't even know if that's right. I just no, know it is I'm it is grass, sh- yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Sweet. Uh, all right, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. They were the bums of the East, which is pretty much the bums of the world. 4-11. 4 11 That's so true. <laughs> it's like the worst of the worst. Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> yeah, 4-11 last year. They looked disjointed, terrible the whole season. Twenty-sixth in offensive points scored and twenty-four uh, points scored and twenty-fourth in the yards. Not good at all. I will say, shocking, they were ninth in rushing yards, um, which is weird. But then you think, well, Jalen Hurts runs the ball. Carson Wentz ran the ball just to save his life. And then Miles Sanders had a halfway decent season, um, yardage-wise, I guess. But all things considered, Carson Wentz is gone. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for now. There are rumors about Deshaun Watson, but I don't think that comes to fruition. Um, I do have a note here. So Jalen Hurts played 15 games. He only started four of them, so the numbers are a little bit off and not in his favor as far as Yards per game and, you know, average scores. But either way, this is an interesting team for this year. I don't know what's going to happen. They brought in um, Devonte Smith, which is probably their biggest addition. I mean, Carryon Johnson is an incoming free agent. Jordan Howard is kind of back. He was there for, like, two games last year, and they brought him back, like, really quickly, like, suspiciously quickly. Right. So I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why they think he's good. Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins are in. I don't think they make a, any impact whatsoever. They're not pushing Jalen Hurts for the starting job. And then Devontae Smith and Kenneth Gainwell. Those are probably the most interesting additions to this team. Probably both have a role. Probably both are going to be top-tier outputs for the positions, you know, their respective positions. Sanders still probably has the number one job. Kenneth Gainwell, though, I think it could easily push for the one B. I don't I don't think it's Jordan Howard. I don't think it's on Johnson.
3: I mean, I think I think it's Gainwell or it's, it's Boston Scott. I mean
1: Yes, I forgot about Boston Scott. One of those
3: guys is going to be the pass pass catcher of of the team.
2: And let's talk about the fact that the offensive coordinator is Shane Steichen from the Los Angeles Chargers last year where they passed the most to the running back. So, you know, you also had Nick Sirianni coming over who was a previous coach within Philadelphia who was the Frank Reich coach. Uh Frank Reich hire when he went over to the to the Colts. So you have this package and this this offensive uh, mindset of being able to pass to the running backs. Like yep. that's just a thing that I know that they're going to do.
1: Yeah, and, and Miles Sanders struggled with that mightily. I mean, whether it was him, Wentz, Hurts, throwing the ball, I don't know. But 28 catches on 52 targets is not it. I mean, that's 50, 50-ish percent.
0: Yeah, I, it, it, you can say, though, that that was very uncharacteristic of Miles Sanders. I mean, he caught the – I know he hasn't been in the league a long time, but, like, he caught the ball well in college. He yes. caught the, bell, the ball well as rookie year. Like, this is a very uncharacteristic – Season for Sanders, and then I just want to make a point on the team as a whole. They didn't have one wide receiver that got over 80 targets. Right. Like, so they couldn't even find a wide receiver. Greg Ward? We talked about the the Lions reinventing an offense. The Eagles are
1: doing it. The thing is, they need to do it. I don't know that they can or that they will, but they brought in people that, I mean, like Craig mentioned, you have a guy coming from Indy, good offense, and you have a guy coming from uh, the Chargers, good offense. So hopefully... They can put something together it's that works. It's definitely a young, bud,
2: young blood ho- uh, coaching core. Yep.
1: And, it, it, I mean, it's really going to boil down to can Jalen Hurts carry this team, assuming that he's the quarterback day one. But and I, I think mean, he is.
3: And that's the biggest concern, too, is, like, we've heard them drafting a guy in the NFL draft. They did not quarterback. And now Deshaun – like, they want Deshaun Watson. Right.
0: Oh, if they
1: knew I mean, that Deshaun Watson was—if was they well, knew that well, he was like, going to play, they would the, have him right now.
3: The scary thing: there's been so many different times in the offseason where they want to move on from Jalen Hurts already. Where it kind of scares me. I'm like, do they really want to set up an offense around him when they don't want him? The company that's exhibits only, that's the only a pattern thing. of
1: disrespect towards its employees. <laughs> would you say that is true, Mr. Scott? <laughs> But, I mean, seriously, Pretty Carson Wentz no, I mean, is there, and all he did was bitch about him. Jalen Hurts is now the guy, and all he do is bitch about him and think about moving on. Uh, Donovan McNabb was there. All he did was bitch about him. Like, be happy with what you have for five seconds. Like, you put the weapons around him. You brought in Jalen Rager. He got hurt. He didn't have the season that we all hoped he would. You brought in uh, – I mean, you have Zach Hurts, who was unhappy there because you're disrespectful, and you brought in Dallas Guard, and you let him take his job for a little bit. You know, you got these guys here that want to play, that aren't getting put in positions to succeed. You're not giving anybody enough time to actually have success. I mean, what do you expect? They, they, well,
0: and, you know, I think the biggest thing that, you know, even Philly fans have to, you know, remember is all of these guys that we're talking about, they were not healthy all at one point in time. Right. They were all hurt at different points within the season. The season was a fucking shit show for them.
1: But J.J. Ortega Whiteside is tackling his own running backs and
0: killing That them. motherfucker needs to get
3: oh, off, the, off. I remember the team. I had centers that week. i that touch, I wanted He's like, "Yeah, you're doing yeah. Your here." like, yeah. like lock,
2: a, lock, walk, 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 And centers is out, what? Uh,
0: four weeks after that. He was, yeah. he was a couple couple weeks for that. I I'm gonna throw this out here. We're not done hearing Travis Foldum's name. No, no, no. no. I, was just, I agree. just gonna. I just saw saying like, nope. He's he legit was a wide
3: receiver to that five game stretch, and then out of nowhere. It was the whole debacle of the quarterback sh- switch and shit going on, where he was kind of like get lost in the chef. Gone, kind of thing. Um, and he's
2: a big guy too. And and outside of Zach Ertz <laughs> and Dallas Goddard, there's not much other you know big guys in the red zone. Like while Devontae Smith is you know a little bit taller, he's skinny as hell. You know well, he's one twenty five. You know we we we, we really have you know, Fulgham's going to be able to get most of the, the touchdowns. I mean, really think about it. Last year, outside of Greg Ward, who was also the you know the top receiver last year with six, he had the most touchdowns on the team.
4: Yeah,
1: and I mean, Fulgham was a guy that you're going to be able to get tremendous value on. I think people have kind of already forgotten him because he was almost a flash in the pan last year. But my concern still is... Similar to the uh, to the to the Cowboys' struggles, that offensive line was abysmal. Like, they, yeah, that was another the one. They did not. It's all we talked about last year it was like Carson Wentz took seven oh sacks God, last weekend. You know what? So time. 50, Fifty sacks on the entire season. Yeah, which is a, a, a preposterous number. So they are bringing guys back. I know they had um, Brandon you. Brooks, who didn't even suit up last year because he got Lane hurt. Johnson was Lane hurt Johnson was hurt all year. Johnson uh, was hurt all year. Jason Peters, they brought back. He didn't yeah. play a snap. So like, they have guys coming back, but. Are we just one injury away from each of them again from having no backups, no depth, no no ability to block, no alternative attack strategy? So, like, what's the plan here? Like, I don't know. I didn't see you draft any O-line, which I think was stupid. I didn't see you draft any uh, – well, I mean, they did draft a wide receiver, so I'll give it to them, but I didn't see them draft any more depth. They didn't take a late wide receiver. They didn't take anybody. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing?
3: Why are they it is, Karen Johnson? That, it
1: does seem
2: kind of like a hodgepodge. Of of random pieces that they're gonna try and plug in at some point. It's it's the it feels like the Raiders team. And they
1: but for some reason they're <laughs> yeah, like, Well yeah, we need yeah, it it. absolutely does. They do really but does. for some reason they go, We need Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins. Like, let's get them in here because we need another quarterback. It's what we need. Like No. Wrong. No. Bad. Also Quez Watkins is my uh sleeper of the year. Just I'm locking it in now.
2: Sleeper. You call it a dart throw, but he is doing well in practice. Have, have seen you that report. You should do
3: a, a dart throw. That's way safer. Way
2: safer for dart throw. Quez I, Watkins yeah, I can get I'll well
1: take a dart throw on him. I thought he was too uh, well-known. Oh, God. God. Oh, no. love it. Quez Watkins, baby. So who are you lie. drafting
3: in redraft? I'll say Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders.
0: One QB league. Are you Redraft? I'm not drafting
2: Jalen Hurts. <laughs>
0: As a backup quarterback, okay, let me put it so this the way: so a lot of one people, thing, I'll tell you, if what,
3: Jalen Hurts is starting, I'm, I'm, I'm drafting him in one quarterback because so there's his a, rushing ability, yes, yeah, that's alone. Good, that's that's, a a, that's I, I, I don't like the guy, but he can easily be a top ten. He can't well, and
1: he can do the Kyler Murray thing on the I'm right. Sorry, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and 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 that's why a lot of people have him, you know, as a QB one. I, I don't, but don't, for me, me, person, I don't like him. me personally, I'm not sitting there with that heart attack. I have, I have a Kirk Cousins above him where I know that I'm going to have a guy that's going to pass safe.
0: All right, so Jalen Hurts ish, but Miles Sanders for sure. Yeah, I yeah. Are you yeah. touching wide receivers here?
3: Like Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager, I would give shot. I'm, shots I'm on
0: touching. Late. I'm touching Rager. I'm more hesitant on Smith than I am Rager. I I personally like Rager. Like I said, I mean, you know, the, the, life's a circle. Steve Smith has to circle. pop up again, okay? And Jalen Rager's got a pretty good shot at being Steve Smith. So you know, Dallas Goddard. Yes, and that's it.
1: Um depending yeah. on what happens with Zach Hurts I, I guess he's still up in the air, whether he plays I don't here think or I elsewhere. Touch him. I mean,
3: yeah, I mean I saw what Zach Hurts said last year and it yeah, was no abysmal. I would, I would I don't know think like that where he... these
1: stats came from, but he had seventy two targets last year. Yeah. And only 36 only with thirty six catches. Nothing only thirty six. He looked out of it.
3: Like he he yeah. should probably retire soon. Yeah. He's a bum. That team sucked. Or go
1: to Buffalo. Um, yeah, I mean, besides that, I mean, carry on Johnson's comes in. I'm like, I'm not touching. I him. will. Yeah, I mean, I
0: am going to be interested at, as camp goes on, which of these running backs is cut? Cut. because I yeah. actually think Kenneth Gainwell is a fantastic running back. Like the I two, really like Kenneth Gainwell. I was, the thing is, 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 I don't was think he's gonna, he went there. Yeah. The thing is, I don't is, is think he's going to over, overtake Sanders, but if he's the pass catching back, is the number two guy. He's the best. He was the
2: Whoever best. the number two is is going to be fantasy relevant. And, and I, he,
1: I will handcuff Gainwell if I'm a Sanders owner, but I think that's the only only world in which I draft a Gainwell. Really good
2: chance he has standalone value, like we talked about
0: with AJ Dillon. Very I think, possible. I think you just
1: have to see how the camp
0: goes because if if yeah. Boston Scott gets cut, <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm I'm putting Gainwell on the redraft mat. And then we can kind of go from there. Well, but yeah. right now he's off my map just because if of Boston. If Boston Scott, Scott gets cut, and then the
1: Falcons are going to sign him. I'll I'll put that
2: in the writing right now. And then and then, that'd be a good signing for them. Yeah. And then when Darren Sproles gets signed, <laughs> I'll definitely grab him. Definitely, hundred percent.
3: Oh, Sprolesy, you Sprouls-y. son of a bitch.
2: Yeah,
0: NFC East. That's the NFC East. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> the, the NFC dog shit. That th- is tough.
3: I think next time we should do like the. Last NFC and start from the bottom of the top.
1: Yeah, that's a little more exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's good. We, we, could do, are, we could do that. Pretty tough. I, I mean, don't the, know.
0: the thing is though, is that we always kind of <laughs> when we get into these these kinds of divisions and we talk about the worst team last is they usually the ones who have brought in the most Pete. Like when we did the Jags, right? Like we had Trevor Lawrence right. and Travis Etienne and Miami Dolphins last year. The the Eagles just they, they didn't they didn't really get better. They brought they in people, kinda, but. They're they stupid, stupid people. people. Yeah. It's was, it was kind of like the Raiders. It was like, okay, let's go just get a
1: bunch of mediocrity <laughs> and just see what works. Yeah, a bunch of medium and, guys uh, are just as good as one good one, right? Yeah, right. I mean, uh, more
0: is better. More is
1: better. Everybody in our league's trading philosophy ever.
4: I mean, Here's three guys so, for one.
1: So, guys,
2: uh, name two players are the best out of this division that you want in fantasy football and
1: tell me they're not on the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Terry McLaurin, but he's, that's still not true because I would rather Amari and Ceedee <laughs> and Zeke. I would rather
2: Zeke, Amari, and and C D over all other players in the. I place. would I would say
1: Terry Seguan. is the only one that I put in that category. Yeah, yeah I'd say def-
3: Saquon Terry, you d- do an argument with, but as of today,
1: yeah.
2: Well, oh, I totally forgot about Saquon uh, for a second. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's a running back for the Giants. He's
2: a running back. Well, it is Saquon John Ross.
3: Oh, we didn't even talk about that guy. Thank God.
1: Yeah, it was intentional. All right.
4: I just so, said John Ross, and everybody clicked off of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're gonna end let's this end now. it
0: on John Ross, please. Uh, next week we have the NFC West. We're gonna do a mock draft,
2: Dante Pettis,
0: and then we've got our our dart throws, bounce backs, sleepers, all that stuff coming up, and oh, then that jazz. we've got a Power Hour podcast with updated rankings in a couple weeks. So that's gonna be fun. We'll, how many? We'll a pretty good how many uh, listener league entries have we gotten so far? I haven't uh, even checked the five?
3: four or five. five. I think we have four
0: now. or five left, or we've gotten. We We've or gotten
3: five. F- four, or f- four or five. So I think okay. when we get but the we, new website launched, we compile the application next
0: week.
1: Yeah, we've been sifting through. I think we've been yeah, I think next through. week. Yeah. I, so, I th-
0: I'm hoping the beginning of next week gets launched. I'm I'm pretty much there. I'm just making some. F- yeah. So I think right when that gets launched, it's it's gonna be. Um, did you bring? know, we'll get the draft kit. Yeah, draft kit in
3: there, and then there. Then, that, then people can you know sign up for for the site. Which last year, everyone that signed up for the site got a chance to actually be into you know, the be, list. So that was I, a big part of it.
2: Can I see the jersey? It's not here. Oh. <laughs> no, did you it. did you bring your condom?
0: <laughs> no,
1: there you go, <laughs> raw I'm not I'm not shit. letting you go raw on this T Higgins jersey. <laughs> we promised to not let Craig raw dog the T Higgins jersey we're giving away. And promise it's I promise, I'm going it's, it's to do my best. I'm going to enter
2: <laughs> under a random email
1: address.
2: <laughs> get a T Higgins. You can just buy one. Psenny
3: like. at gmail. <laughs> uh,
0: Top Shelf Fantasy. Top Shelf Fantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Top Shelf FNTSY. Top Shelf
2: Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. Stay loose.